Hola, buenos días. This is the uh, 14th of March, Wednesday, and we are continuing to learn uh, Turkish through Let's Learn Turkish. For today, I wanted to um, go back to the book, the second book I mentioned, written by Asuman and David uh, Pollard, and I'm going to start uh, by showing how we can turn simple statements into questions. Well, the answer is adding m, mi, mu, or mu. In other words, you can turn a simple statement into a question, as the book says, by adding m, mi, mu, or mu at the end of the statement. You write it separately, you don't attach it, to words as we usually do in Turkish however you uh, separate it some people do write incorrectly native speakers but the right way to separate it write it and then put a one question mark not to the beginning of the question and the end but just at the end so you can ask me if there are four versions of the same word how am I gonna know uh, which version to use and the answer is Um, choose the one that rhymes the best with the last vowel in the word before it. But um, it might sound too professional or too grammatical, so I'm gonna uh, give some examples. So let's say Iskochialı. Iskochialı, Iskochia is Scotland. Iskochialı If someone is Iskochialı, that person is Scottish. So imagine I'm asking if someone is Scottish. Iskochialı mı? I don't say Iskochialı mi, Iskochialı mu, Iskochialı mü. I say Iskochialı mı? Because with the ı, the Turkish I without the dot, rhymes the best with ı. So it's Iskochialı mı, ı, ı, that kind of thing. So, um, I can, you know, the word Paris, Paris, Paris. So, let's imagine we're talking about cities and I ask you, Paris me? Like, are you talking about Paris? Is it Paris? So, I say Paris me. I don't say Paris me or Paris mu or Paris mu. I say Paris me. And then you answer, Hayır, Istanbul. And then I am really shocked and I say, İstanbul mu? Ah, inanmıyorum. Oh, I can't believe it. İstanbul mu? So because İstanbul ends with a U, then the question will be formed with M-U, mu. İstanbul mu? I don't say İstanbul mu, İstanbul mi, or İstanbul mu. I say İstanbul mu? Uh, and then finally, Turk. It, like a Turkish person, a Turk, in Turkish is Türk with U, Türk. And then I imagine somebody passed by and I ask you, Türk mü? Is that person Turkish? Türk mü? Because the vowel is U, the question will be U, mü, Türk mü. So that's the idea to make it straightforward. Um, but then you can ask, okay, Meltem, that's easy because Iskochialı ends with the Turkish I, and so it's I. E, uh, the normal I, like the American I with the dot, dot, U, U, and 
Turk issue with that double dots. But how am I going to deal with A or E or O that are basically anything that's not uh, I or Turkish I, U and Turkish U. So that again will take you back to the thin vowels and thick vowels that we discussed before. So then you will have to uh, remember them. To be fair, I don't remember, I don't ask myself each time is this a thick one or a thin one because I happen to be a native speaker so this feels natural to me. But until it becomes natural to you, I will tell you that the M-I, Turkish I, however, M, will be after U and A. And me, the E-I with a dot, will come after I with a dot and E. U will come after U and O. And U will come after U and E. For example, Roma is Rome, the city of Rome. Roma, Roma M. Ben is I, like Jo. Ben me. I don't say ben me, ben me, ben mu, whatever. I say ben me. Television, television. Television mu. Chauffeur mu. But to be, I mean, just remember for now is that making a basic statement and then say me, me, mu or mu will make it a question but if you make slight mistakes where you pronounce it pronunciate mu instead of mu it's not gonna be a huge deal people will understand it but I hope that it will um, hopefully come to come to you so after that since your memory is so good I'm gonna come up with I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna teach you some new adjectives because um I mean, the more words you can describe, the more rich your world is. So let's begin by some words. Güzel, güzel, güzel. That's nice and beautiful. It can be taught about someone's physical beauty or it can be a house. Güzel ev, a nice place, you know, a nice house. Um, or nice home because uh, ev could be home or house we don't really differentiate that güzel ev güzel kadın a beautiful woman kadın is a woman beyaz is white beyaz beyaz iyi good iyi memnun happy memnun sıcak hot sıcak Sıcak, hot. Soğuk, cold. Soğuk, cold. You might notice that there is a Turkish G, G with a hat in the middle. Soğuk, so I don't uh, pronounce soğuk, I say soğuk. Büyük, big. Büyük. Küçük, small. Küçük. Boş. It might be empty. For instance, the fridge is empty. Buzdolabı boş. Or it can be um, free, you know. Is someone sitting over there? No, it's uh, boş. It's empty. Hayır, kimse burada oturmuyor. Boş. Zor is difficult. Z-O-R. Zor. Kolay. 
easy, kolay. So after that, I'm gonna teach you another way to communicate in Turkish, which we use frequently, whether it's like there is or there isn't. In Spanish, you'll be like, hay, hay algo o no hay esta cosa. So var means there is. And yok means there is not. For example, problem var. Problem is problem and var is, you know, there is. I think I have always told you that whatever you use in Spanish or English, the, you know, order of words, in Turkish is the other way around. There might come a point where you do it naturally, but until then you might just think like, Whatever is your intuition is the other way around. So you don't say var problem, you say problem var. And then imagine, uh, for instance, chai is tea. Turkish people are the world's primary chai drinkers in the world. So you say chai var, there is tea. What if you want to ask a question because you want to know if there is any tea? Um, then you say Çay var mı? Evet, çay var. Same with the problem. Problem var mı? Evet, problem var. Or, hayır, problem yok. For instance, um, so now we do that. Um, then I'm gonna say another thing which we use a lot, which is very helpful, and that's değil. D-E, Turkish G with the hat. I and L. Değil. In order to make a statement negative, you place değil after the noun or adjective which you wish to make negative. For instance, hava is weather and sıcak, as we learned, is hot. Hava sıcak is the weather is hot. What if I want to say the weather is not hot? Then I say hava sıcak değil. Um, what what else I can give an example of daily it's basically anything bu you learn bu like uh, this uh, eso bu yemek this food bu yemek değil this is not a food it could be anything bu maltem this is maltem bu maltem değil this is not maltem this is someone else so you'll know how to count and that's very amazing. I'm happy for it. So before I finalize this um, session, I'm gonna just add three pleasantries in Turkish that are used in most occasions and it's very nice to know. Um, for instance, in Italian, bon appetito, in when someone is eating or just finished eating, you said you say to them afiet ol sun which is like i hope like i hope you enjoy your food enjoy your food that kind of thing and if someone who has made you a meal someone cooked for you and you love it and you say elinize sağlık sağlık is literally health and el is hand so you're literally saying I wish your hand a lot, like good health, so that you could uh, make these amazing 
um, dinners or whatever. So that's the thing. If you're going to use the formal way, you say elinize sağlık. But if you're going to be informal, then you're going to say eline sağlık. And if you see someone working or if you're going to leave someone, you know, as they are working, then you'll say kolay gelsin. Kolay is easy. Zor is hard. And so kolay is easy. Gel, gel, you also know that. To come and gelsin, it's, you're saying like may easiness come your way, like may your work not be that hard. So that kind of thing. So that's it for now. I hope the lesson of today wasn't so heavy. A key to learn a language is repetition, especially if you're not lucky enough to um, live where the language is spoken. So hopefully, little by little, we're going to uncover more uh, themes. Thank you.